Yes, it is. I guess we're already we're recording. already recording. Yes, we yeah. are. <laughs> Welcome back once again to the Project Gen X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with I'm that other guy, Big Dave. And we're going to take a uh, a detour away from Nicolas Cage for an episode here, <laughs> and uh, since we have featured him prominently for two episodes now. And uh, I tell you, um, Nickapalooza. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta tell you, dude. I really, the more I've thought about Drive Angry, angry, the more I have liked it. I'm just like, dude, that that movie's awesome. It's, <laughs> it's, I've been doing the same way with Willie's Wonderland. So, uh, in fact, I've gone back and like watched it another two yeah, times. Yeah, no, let's see. That's that's all you. you yeah, you, you can do that. You, you can have all my watchings. How about that? So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take them. All right, so we're gonna dive back into some uh, some late '90s stuff this time with the 1998 movie The Faculty. The Faculty. This was a movie by Robert Rodriguez. No, 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 hold, no. On, hold on, hold on. It directed was directed by, by Robert, Robert Rodriguez. Rodriguez. It was written by Kevin Williamson who wrote Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer and Teaching Miss Ting- Mrs. Tingle and Halloween H2O and Dawson's Creek and um, He basically wrote think, everything yeah, in the 90s. Everything in the late 90s that was teen, everything, yeah. teen and horror related it was Kevin Williamson. Yes, and it was. So this is a horror slash sci-fi movie. It's more sci-fi than horror, but it's got its got its moments. Um, all right. <clears throat> Before we, uh, we're gonna do this thing because uh, I. How, how long has it been since you've seen this? Before today, I, it's probably been a decade or so. Okay, so I watched it a few years ago, and I remembered there being a lot, yeah, of name actors in this. So, um. Let's just start. Okay, here we go. Jordana Brewster, who was in um, the Fast and the Furious movies. Yes. Clea Duvall, who she's a director now, but she was in this. She was in. Um, uh, she's all of that. Uh, what else? Oh, she was on Heroes. Uh, oh, she's I been, about yeah, that. Yeah, she's been in a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, it's one of those ones that's like, oh yeah, her because she was in all kinds of stuff. Laura Harris was in this movie. This is like one of her first roles, uh, which you probably know her from The Big Bang Theory. Um, she was also in... Um, what, what, what did I tell you was? It was that um, Garfunkel and Oates, that, that, dude, oh. like that, that musical, like comedy music thing. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is an early role for Josh Hartnett. Um, you know, we were talking like he had done in... The same year this came out was the same year the Halloween H2O was released. Yeah. And then, you know, it was one of those things that he was kind of a thing there for a while. Uh, Sean Hattesey is another one. Uh, he, again, like, in the late 90s, he was, you know, kind of poised because he was in this. He was in, um, let's see. I'm, hold on, let me, I'm, I have to roll back because my, my, my mind is not 100%. He was well, in this. He well, was no, in, he's, uh, he was one of the actors in Animal Kingdom over yeah, on the FX. But he was, on, he was in Outside Providence. He was also in... Alpha um, Dog. Alpha Dogs, yeah. But I'm looking... What was the name of that other movie? There's, there's another one of those like... Oh, Down to You. It was one of those Freddie Prince Jr. movies. I knew he, he was in that. It's one of those things. He was all over a lot of that stuff back then. Oh, I didn't realize that. He was in Longmire. Yeah. Then we get into, like, Salma Hayek has yeah. got a, a, a small part in this. Famke Jensen has got a, is in it. Piper Laurie. Christopher McDonald, which is... Uh, Shooter Gavin. Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore yeah. and a whole bunch of other stuff. Baby Newworth is in this, which I love Baby Newworth. Uh, she was uh, 
Lilith Crane from Frasier and, yes. and um, Cheers, as well as a whole like she was in uh, Sun, uh, Summer of Sam and uh, Malice, and she's in yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. Bunch of those. Um, I think she was in several Woody Allen movies. Also, you got Robert Robert Patrick. Patrick. You got Usher. Yes, Usher Raymond. John Stewart is in this. Um, Elijah Wood. Yep. There is a small... Oh, Danny Masterson yep. has got a small role in this. So does Wiley Wiggins, so Wiley Wiggins, who played Mitch in Days and Confused. Confused. Yes. Harry Knowles from Ain't It Cool News has got a small part in this because him and Robert Rodriguez are friends. Yeah. Uh, also, Louis Black has got a small role. Yes, he does. So it's one of those things where it's... It really is one of those movies you sit there and watch. You're like, oh, I know that person. Oh, I know that person. And yeah. the thing is, is that most of those, I mean, there's a handful there that, that might not be as recognizable as the other ones. But, you know, John Stewart and Salma Hayek and Famke Jensen and, you know, Robert Patrick. They're all like. Famke Jensen just, yeah. <laughs> they're all like really recognizable names, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. Um, of course, you know, Josh, Josh Hartnett, you know, is still around, still doing stuff. Yes. Um, as well, you know, Elijah Woods, you know, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, wow, this this was a star studded. With, with some Easter egg actors in the background. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, coffee break. Yeah, a real quick coffee break. So I, um, a few years ago, you said you hadn't seen it in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. I, um. This was one of the movies that I, I didn't see it in the theater when I did, it was released. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I was working at um, I was working at movie gallery when it was uh, released to the theater because I because it came out like over the holidays. Yeah. If I, if I don't, like if that. I can, if I don't, I think uh, it was like a Thanksgiving movie. Thanks, or something. Yeah, somewhere around in there. And then um, when I was working at movie gallery was when it was released on VHS because this was right before DVD took off. Yeah. Like right before, and <sighs> I watched it when it came when it hit home video sure and i was like this is a great movie and i have owned this i had owned it on vhs i owned it on dvd we just watched it on blu-ray <laughs> you know it's one of those movies that i'm like no this is in my collection i really like this yeah it like so many other movies from the well, 90s it, it feels it, it it definitely is dated in a lot of ways the way it's shot the way it's shot the cgi it's early the, cgi the cgi is really yeah. this ha, this mixes a lot of 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 practical, practical as well as cg and the practical stuff looks pretty good it doesn't look bad no i mean some and, sometimes the practical stuff looks really good sometimes it looks okay and but all places, of the cg in very in, few places in a couple the CG, places the yes. cgi is not but bad but a lot of it is just like oh this is this is rough you, you can tell that it's kind of laid over the top like, absolutely like those old, old transparency projectors yeah from high school yeah, yeah yeah it's like you know because there's there's I a just scene dated myself again. <laughs> there's a scene where they're where they're looking at this 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 alien like lava or larva that they larva. that they yeah. found and it's in a it's in a um a, a, a aquarium an aquarium and none of their eye lines is on the <laughs> is on it whatsoever. It's yeah. just like they're all looking at it in like multiple directions, you know. It's like, um, but it's it's pretty cool. We're going to get into the actual movie here in a second. Um, what uh, this is definitely a invasion of the body snatchers. It's kind of an, a nod to that sixties well, invasion of the body snatchers. 
it's a, a little it's bit a towards weird, Alien. It's a weird. I mean, because it, it it drops a ton of reference of sci-fi references. Yes, in. it uh, does. Clea Duvall's character um, is the sci-fi nerd. Yeah, and she even talks. She even like because they're they're talking at one point about you know maybe you know she's like oh it's just a bunch of science fiction. He's like maybe people and I like this. I actually like this logic because Elijah Wood's character is like hey. Maybe people are, are focusing too much on the sci-fi and not enough on the fiction of right. maybe this was maybe they wrote these stories because this stuff happened to them, but they wrote it as fiction because they knew no one would believe that it was real. Right. Uh, and then she even calls out, you know, Invasion of the Body Snatchers that it's a ripoff of the Puppet Masters, yes. you know, and that kind of stuff. And so you we, and you can see and, it and in they, both here. And they make the comparison that, uh-huh. well, how did Invasion of the Body Snatchers, you know, were, you know well, it was all pods, you know, well, right. where were the pods? Well, in Puppet Masters, it was larva. Right. And then it's like, yeah. So it's or, one, No, it was parasites. Yeah, it was parasites. Yeah. It was a parasite. So. And that's when and that's, Elijah's um, character went, oh. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Now let's get into the movie itself because there because as we go through this, there's some other stuff to. I want to say this though. I love this movie the same way that I love um, Idle Hands. I love that movie. Okay, but here's the thing. Do you know why I love both these movies? Not a clue. Because the only way that they can they can beat the the sinister force is by doing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> That is not the moral of the story I was going for. But it's true. In this one, it's it's some kind of speed, and in that one, it's smoking pot. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> like that's the only way they beat they they beat. <laughs> that is not why I love these movies. It's kind of like the uh, um, uh, that video for learning to fly. Uh, um, or learn to fly by the the Foo Fighters. Okay. Remember? Because like Tenacious D is smuggling drugs. And, oh. and it gets in the coffee. Right. And the reason the Foo Fighters like are okay is because they're all drinking alcohol rather than coffee. <laughs> so the moral of that story is drink alcohol when you're on an airplane. <laughs> uh, side note. So my birthday was mm-hmm. middle of the week this week, and my wife got me the brand new Foo Fighters uh, medicine at midnight alternative artwork cover nice uh, on vinyl how is the album i haven't even heard the album so it's i i, I have to admit i have not broke the cellophane uh, on the okay. record yet okay. I'm, I'm kind of i she's gonna be furious at me if i don't listen to the record but at the same time <laughs> it's a limited edition did it come with a download use a lot of times those will come with a it's download on code the inside oh, you have to open it up and you have to it. open it up to get to it that sinks. and it came with like extra artwork and it came with like a band photo mm-hmm. and all of it's on the inside and i'm like yeah. oh yeah 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 okay so sorry about that i just <laughs> fair yeah. enough and i'm another year closer to that other date the, the, the big five oh yeah. yeah my uh my before we my dad just turned 70 Mm. Uh, here's the thing. My dad just turned 70. My parents are going to celebrate their 50th anniversary later this year. My dad was 20 when he got married. And yeah, it's kind of one of those like, dude, when I was 20, there was no way I was getting like, well. When you were 20, you were still somewhat psychotic. Uh, somewhat. No, no, no. There was no somewhat on that one. I was being kind. But it was one of those things when I was 20, I had not yet gotten into the really bad stuff yet so yeah. <laughs> at least i had that going for me <laughs> but, yeah <laughs> all right back to the anyway. movie so it's a larva oh you know i was just doing my part to you know tear down the american system so 
<laughs> Which is a line from this. <laughs> I'm really regretting getting us derailed at this point. You know it's always going to go off the rails at some point, and I'm going to be the one steering it. So yeah. So you, <laughs> I, I love the movie Idle Hands, though. Yeah. Uh, well, we have to go. I've got that one. We have to go yeah, back and watch it at some point. Do so. that. We'll do a show on that one. That was a. Both of these movies were a part of my uh, my late teens, early two thousands. Or late '90s, early 2000s teen movies yes. to do that I had that I had tried to put together a few years ago. I uh, may still do it at some point. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, the faculty. So okay, so it's set in high school. We know this. Okay. Well, the first minute and a half is the football, football coach, yeah, cussing out the football team. Right. We were watching this. We were like, "Wow, you couldn't get away with that these days." No. <laughs> There was actually quite a few things in this movie. He's like, wow, you couldn't get away with that these days. It's yep. a, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it starts off with football. Uh, Robert Patrick is the football coach. Yes. And he... Uh, you know it's going to be bad when the the second Terminator is your football yeah, there coach. Yeah, It's in the T-1000. He... Um, but yeah, and it's one of those things that, you know, he, he they don't show what it is that, that walks up on him, but he... Um, we find out later who it was. We do find out later. So, but it's one of those things where he he becomes possessed by this alien. You know, he becomes impregnated or whatever you want to call it. Um, um, he becomes a host. How about that? Yeah. He becomes a host uh, for it, and then he start and then he goes to a faculty meeting that's going on, and he infests. Um, no, he, he the principal's locking up late after a, right after yeah. a faculty meeting, and then he yeah. gets her, and then he also gets Piper Laurie's character, who's one of the teachers. Yep. And um, and then it's, and then hilarity ensues. It it's, spreads from there. <laughs> it starts, yeah, and, it, and it's one of those things where, you know, Elijah Wood's character. We should probably call them by their names. I and mean, we just watched it. The only one I remember off the top of my head was Zeke, which is Josh Hartnett. Um, but uh, let, hold on, let's see what is Elijah Wood's character's name is Casey. That's right. So. Casey works on the newspaper with um, Delilah. Delilah, that's her name. Yeah, that's Jordana Brewster. And uh, here's the thing. Okay, so they set up all these like like love interest things. Okay, so you've got um, Delilah. Delilah. And what's his name? And Stan, who yeah. is the he's a he's a football he's a he's a captain of the football team. She's a head cheerleader. Yeah. She also, you know, she's working. You know, the, she's she's the an editor in chief of the, the school newspaper. School newspaper, you know, that kind of stuff. And it's one of those things that he decides he's going to quit the football, quit the football team. team because he wants he he doesn't want to just be a jock. He wants to actually work on being like being a student, being you know that kind of stuff. And she flat tells him, like, this isn't going to work because you know the the what is what did she say the uh, accepted. Social, the accepted social, whatever is it? The head cheerleader yeah. dates the captain of the football team, you know, and it's kind of one of those things where okay, they're done. That's a you know, yeah. of course, Casey's got a crush on her. Um, you got Zeke that he's, he's the resident brilliant drug dealer. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's a he's a he's a science whiz, which explains how he's making meth in his garage. It's not meth. <laughs> I know. It's speed. I, I, yeah, it's speed. I know. Same. No, let me kill Monster would tell you it's different. Mm. I wouldn't know. But yeah, well, it's... I've never done meth, okay? I've, yes. I've never done either one of those. <laughs> I've never done meth. I've done, I've, I've done speed before, um, but that's, that's a long got, time ago And then you've got Stokely, who is the goth 
science fiction nerd. Right. And 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 uh Delilah is always on her case, you know, always saying she's a lesbian and you know all this stuff yeah. and, and she just wants to be left alone. And honestly, Stokely would probably be more likely of the group of who I'd be hanging out with in high school oh, yeah, at that absolutely. point anyway. Yeah, there's there's no way I'd be hanging out with Delilah. Actually, I would probably be hanging out with Zeke, <laughs> and <laughs> I, I that's where that, it comes from. Yeah. That's that's the group I would be hanging out with, you know. Um, the um, yeah, and they get into some weird. Okay, so there, Famke Jensen plays one of the teachers, mm. Ms. Um, oh, what is her last name? Miss. No, that's not it. Why didn't teachers look like that when I was in high school? Well. What is her name? Miss Burke. That's right, Miss Burke. Um, so it's, but it's one of those things where like she's kind of timid or whatever, and he's like kind of he's timid and mousy. he's kind of a dick to her is what he is. Well, you know? and he's he's like he keeps embarrassing her. And, he's embar- yeah. half embarrassing her and half hitting on her. Oh, absolutely. Because he's, he's, he's but got see a that's thing the for thing her. that like yeah. at the end of this at the end of this movie like it implies pretty heavily that they're together. And I'm like, okay, so adult woman and teenage kid. Come on, it happens all the time. It's all over the news. <sighs> yeah, and they always go to jail, remember? <laughs> well, she avoided jail it's still by... still illegal. You know, it's, she avoided jail by being becoming a host to an alien yeah, and okay, whatever, later so. getting decapitated. Yeah, but then she's alive at the end, so it's a... Remember, she was sitting in the bleachers when he's on the football field, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, so it's kind of one of those... Um, yeah, it's it's, it's a probably weird... legal at, at that point because he's he's, he's repeating his, his senior yeah. year, so he's probably eighteen, but it's still unethical. Let's he's put it that way. Probably nineteen. It's still unethical. Let's put it that way. So um, it's um, he's got to make sure he graduates. Yeah, huh? that's it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I know where you've been listening hot for teacher a little too much. So hey, <laughs> don't bag on Van Halen. Hey, I'm just saying. Uh, but yeah, it's a, uh, you know, so you, you start getting those, of course, and then you, you come to find out, you find out that, uh, what's her name? Um, um, goth girl, um, Stokely, Stokely has, has got a crush on Stan, yeah you know, and, uh, but, oh, then, then there's the new girl, uh, Mary Beth, whatever. She's got like three names. She's from, she's from Atlanta. Well, of course she has three names because they made her a, a character she's, from the South. Yeah. From Atlanta. Know, she's so, from Atlanta and well, she moved I told here. She has to have of three course. names. Did you catch where they are? They're in Ohio. Yeah. So it's, she moved. Yeah. And it's one of those things is her first day and all this, this stuff is happening, you know, and, and her and Zeke are kind of flirty and, you know, and, 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 and she's like really like getting in with this crowd. Like she's trying to make friends with Stokely and, yeah. and, you know, that kind of stuff. And so it's one of those things. Kind of forcing it a little a bit. A little bit, you know, which we find out later why. Yeah. Um, the, if you haven't, if you haven't seen it or you haven't figured it out, she's the, the mother alien in this. Um, it's funny because like they really telegraph some stuff in this. In this that movie. whole thing where they've got the the alien in the aquarium, mm-hmm. and Stokely puts her hand up to the glass, and, and it comes up to him, it yeah. comes up to the hand, well, and like makes nerve endings right. with its tentacles see, along her hand. It's not even just that; it's like it, in the beginning, like when the next day, like after we get that opening with you know with um, the gym coach, yeah, you know, with the coach um, attacking the principal and you know, all that kind of stuff. When we're at regular school. Um, 
Salma Hayek is the school nurse. Yeah. And John Stewart is is the science teacher, and he's kind of hitting on her a little bit, and she's really just not at all. And he says right before he walks away, he says, "I guess I or I said, uh, I, what is it? How does he put it exactly?" I'd be better off with a pen in my eye or sticking a pen in my eye or something like that, which later when he's infected, how do they kill him? Oh, yeah. There's a pen that goes into his eye. And you can see that in multiple yeah. things of, right. of people like, oh, this is how they're going to go out because they kind of set up this this yeah. thing here and this thing which, there. Which is a Rodriguez yeah, thing. Very much. He, very he much. likes to – he's a little heavy-handed right. with his um, – What's well, you know, I'm and even for here, I'm at a loss. You know, it's like when when Delilah shows up the next day after, like she knows there's something going on, yeah. And she's wearing glasses instead of her contacts, and she's not, you know, she's not all man. She keeps saying, "Oh, I'm incognito, I'm incognito." It's like you know she's been infected because, yeah. There really is little stuff like that where it's like, oh yeah, no, they they really telegraph this. You know, they set up with Mary Beth earlier. Foreshadowing. Yeah, foreshadowing. That was the word they, I was they set for. up with Mary Beth earlier. You're like, no, I can't, I can't. Uh, I'm allergic. I'm allergic to aspirin, so you know that stuff would probably kill me, you know, or whatever. And then whenever they're like, they're telling everybody, you got to do this, so we know you're not an alien. She's very mm-hmm. hesitant. Yeah. And we find out, you know, what she did to to bypass that later on. But it's also one of those things that Delilah, at the same time, won't do it because she is yeah an alien. Um. It's uh. It's, I like the movie. It, it's got it slow. It's got some slow moments well, in it. Once again, we get into this thing to where I talk about movies have gotten to the point to where it's all action from opening to beginning, and there's no room to kind of breathe and take right. a breath. Right. And this one, no, there's a lot. Of, the, there's a lot of breath in this one. You, um, this one gives you more of a roller coaster than a straight up and straight down. Right. Right. So I have a couple of of. Problems with quibbles them. with this. Yes, you okay. always do. Well, but I mean, it's it's more it's logistical stuff more than anything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of them. So we find so we find out you know that they're they're water based. Like they come from a world that's like all oceans and everything. Yes. Okay. So one of the things that kind of is a giveaway whenever you start seeing all the the principal and everybody they're always drinking water, just water, water, water. Like they can't get enough. It's because they have to keep it hydrated. So that's the whole thing with the speed is that it dehydrates. It's a it's a um, a diuretic. Yeah. So therefore it dehydrates them and, and kills them. And okay. evidently the in what he does in manufacturing um, increases the effect. Right. So it's one of those things that like yeah, of course that's literally it's the drug is the the weapon in this yes. thing. There is a scene, yeah. I said it to you, and we're like, yeah. Where um, the when we find out that Mary Beth is the the mother alien, yeah, and she's chasing Stokely, and they're in the they're next to the pool, and the alien in the alien form jumps into the pool, and I'm like, wait a second, there's. Cl- massive amounts of chlorine in that water yeah <laughs> and i was like talk about something that will dehydrate you that is <laughs> well and i didn't even point out the fact that all the water in america mm-hmm. has been fluorinated and and not to mention what other kind of garbage in it especially and well you know the thing is now one of the things they did 
they're always drinking either bottled water or they're drinking bottled water. Even yeah. like, you know, they're, they're drinking water. They're not. But well, one, I d- actually no, because no, at one point straight out of the water fountain, out of the water fountain, so all that would have cat would have chlorine in it, chlorine, fluoride, yeah, what other chemicals, and whatever the, it is that they've used at the waste man, you know, to, at the that the, the water. government's yeah, know, pumping in it that yeah. we don't know about yet. So yeah, they're they're they're. Suspension of disbelief, I get that. Okay, here's the other Plus thing. Plus the though. fact there's the scene where they're all standing on the football field. And the sprinklers with, and the are sprinklers going off. And the sprinklers are running. Well, that's going to be running off. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, oh, and then at the like at the end of it, whenever all, like at the football game, yeah. where they're all standing out on the field, like all the, the football players and the coaches stand on the field, and it's yeah. raining. It's like, you know how many chemicals are in that rain that's coming <laughs> down because the man's put up in the... the, the again, suspension of disbelief for that, yeah. okay? My Honestly, other quibble, all of these aliens should have died from chemical poisoning. Oh, yeah, exactly. Or it's chemical a, burn, yeah, at exactly. the very least. You know... In signs, you know, water is the thing. If, yeah. if they had explained it that way, it wasn't the water, it was the chemicals we put in the water that yeah. kill them, I would have been fine with it. But as it stands, I hate that fucking movie because of because of that reveal. I enjoyed the and movie because it's it's a little weird. It is a little weird. Yokon, uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin yeah. Phoenix is he actually... always plays a weirdo. I, I love that movie because of him. That He is the best part of it. And, yeah. I know we're and the kids. The, the scene where he's in the closet watching and you and he actually sees the um where the the video comes from mexico from the birthday party yeah is a pretty brilliant scene you know with him you know yelling at the television and everything you know yeah um here's the problem when i have like one of the problems i have with that okay you know he keeps making the in that movie of course i know we're off topic already yeah uh he keeps talking about, you know, the tinfoil hats and the, you know. Like That's kind of basically stuff. where tinfoil hat came from. That's uh, where it hit the lexicon of it America. Might, it had been around for a while. That might be the thing to put it in the mainstream yeah. for most people. Well, we had heard that for years, you know, the conspiracy well, yeah. theory people watching the X-Files and all that kind of stuff, you know. But that's what put it in the mainstream lexicon. Here's the thing with the tinfoil hat. The tinfoil hat is supposed to, like keep the government from getting into your brain you or know keeping anything from getting right into you're your supposed brain. to like what no but, brain scans but let's be honest if you're wearing a hat that's made of tinfoil all you're doing is amplifying you're becoming an antenna exactly you, you've basically made your head an antenna and you're going to absorb everything that comes in rather than deflect it depends on how you build it so anyway I doubt the people who are building those things are building them correctly. So, <laughs> back to the faculty. <laughs> My other quibble that I have with this movie, sure, is again it's a logistical thing more than any than all, any of it. Okay, yeah. So we see like John Stewart's character dies. Mm, yeah. Okay. Violently. Violently. Uh, we see BB Newworth die violently. Yes. We see. Um, Salma Hayek die violently. Yes. We see uh, Famke Jensen die violent. Well, she doesn't die, but she gets decapitated, and they do kind of. Well, the alien puts the her alien back puts together. The head, yeah, the alien, like the head, her head is like got tentacles and rolling around, and she's trying to put her head back on. Yeah, I'll give you a little bit, but it's like it's one of those things with all that stuff, and then at the end of the movie, they're all back. And it's not like, all of them. Who was it? I'm trying to think, but they they there's like a newscaster that's like well, talking about well, how. Well, hold on, no, no, I take that back. I take it back because uh, the principal BB Newworth is not back because remember they poured all of the the stuff yeah. on it on her. But the thing is, is in the beginning when she is like hacked and hacked and hacked and hacked, and then yeah. she shows up at school the next day, and it's like I kind of have some who comes back and who doesn't. 
situations, you know, where it's like now they never really get into it. Exactly. In the end, who comes back and exactly. Who doesn't. And that's the thing you know, like we were watching because we watched it, you know, kind of through the credits, and they do one of the. Uh, you know, where it, it shows, it like, rather than just rolling a credit, it, like, actually shows the actor and then with yeah. their name, that kind of stuff. Did you notice that when they showed Jon Stewart, he had an eye patch on? Well, he had, no, it yes. an eye, was it an eye patch? It was. It was, a, it was a leather eye patch that he was wearing. Well, he also had his hand wrapped right, up from where, from where, he where they lost, cut. Right. Yeah. So it's one of those things It's like, so is that implying that he's back? Even though they didn't then show him? That's a good question. You know, I mean, it's, yeah, so it's one of those things, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure it was just there for the gag of, you know, yeah. but it's still kind of one of those, like, were they implying this or what, you know? I don't know. That's And like I said, that's just a little quibble that I have, because I find little shit like that for every movie well, that I'm kind of like, uh, I've got, I've got another one. So okay, they, they did kill the Queen Mother, though. Yes, they did. Well, how does the Queen Mother reproduce? Can the Queen Mother be? Can another Queen Mother come out of some of the other larvae that have already dried up? I wondered up? about that. And there's a ton. There's a crap ton of those larvae laying around. They were, and they showed that because like there is a little scene as they're going around and showing like uh, when Stokely's laying there. Yeah. And they're showing the larva has come back out of her skin and is laying, and they yep. all like turn to dust. Did you notice that? Yeah, but then there were some other scenes where they were not. I know. So I'm kind of. Because that's the whole thing with John Stewart. Yeah. Like when he gets killed, uh, they that's where they get their specimen to yeah. to, to test on. Um, I, I know. So it's one of those things where some it <laughs> it's one of those like uh, what do we need it to do? <laughs> okay, now, the, the, for this scene, this is what it's going to be. For this scene, this is what's going to be. You know? I'm really and glad it happens a lot. I'm really you know? glad they didn't come out with a faculty too. Yeah. They talked about it. That that would have been terrible. But it seemed to me like they were kind of setting it up to of where course. they could have of done a because that was too. one of the things at the end at the end of this movie. It's one of those. It, it jumps ahead a month. It says one month later, and everything's yeah. kind of changed. So you've got Zeke is now on the football team. Yes, and is dating the dating Miss uh, Burke. Yes, because they or they at least heavily imply that that's happening. Yeah. Um, uh, Casey is dating Delilah. Yes. Um, Stokely and Stan are together. And Stokely is no longer as much goth. Not as much. She's, but she's kind of... Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it's, but it's one of those things that they're... they're uh, Delilah brings... like they, they show Casey sitting there, and Delilah brings all these magazines, and it's all these articles about, yeah. was this real or was it a... Time. You know, it was and, Time and Newsweek, and, uh, and, yeah. and then also their student paper. You know, and it's all this, like... Is this the save? Did did he save us all? Hero or, you know, or hoax? Yeah, you know all this kind of stuff of like what's going on here, you know. Yeah. And then the, you know, reporters show up, you know, and that kind of stuff. So it is kind of one of those things that they kind of left it open ended to where they could probably do another one if they needed, if they wanted to. I'm glad they didn't. I am. Some movies are are fine just in and of themselves. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think this is one of them. I think you know. It's better than some Robert Rodriguez. It's not as good as others, you know. That's, um, I mean, uh, he did do Spy Kids. He did the Spy. I've never seen the Spy Kids movies. I've heard they're really good. I mean, but he made those because he had kids, and he was like, "I want to make movies my kids can watch." Mm-hmm. And and he also sure. did was it a Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Yeah. Uh, so I mean, it's one of those. I don't. I don't. I don't begrudge anybody for doing something like that. Did he, now? Now that I said that, did he do Spy Kids? He did. Okay. Yeah. Just that's why Danny Trejo's Danny Trejo is in all of those movies. You, 
You almost messed up his last yeah, name. Yeah, I know, I know, and he would come here and kill me. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Danny Trejo, you know, he always plays like a you know, like a bad guy, like a killer and stuff. He did time in prison for murder. That's what he was doing before he became an actor. And literally, it was one of those things that somebody, when he got out, was like, hey, you ever thought about being an actor? He's like, okay. <laughs> from what I've heard, though. He's a really nice he's guy. He's a really super I know. nice guy. And from an interview that I saw, anytime he plays a bad guy, mm-hmm. he makes it part of his contract that the bad guy has to Be die. Written. Yeah. In the movie to show that being a bad guy is not a good thing. Right. I, hey, there you go. So. Uh, I'm kind of surprised with this being a Rodriguez movie that Trejo wasn't in this because he, like he, Salma Hayek, you know, she was yep. in Desperado, you know, yep. and it's kind of. Or I'm Antonio kind of, Banderas. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause he's been in, yeah, he was in the Spy Kid movies and then yeah. he was also in, in Desperado and. El Mariachi. No, he wasn't. He wasn't in El no, Mariachi. No, but no, he was in no. Once Upon a Time in Mexico. He, he, yeah, that's the one I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, no. Um, El Mariachi's for another day because. That's actually a good one. It is. We'll talk about it another time. Okay. There is one big thing we have to talk about with this movie. If not, you know, since we're here. Okay. That's the soundtrack. Yes. Okay. I, again, got this soundtrack way back when. Yeah. You know, uh, and I have listened to it hundreds of times easily. And it's one of those like, no, 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 no. I've got it pulled up here. I'll, uh, I'll go through it. So, the first track on this is a cover of Pink Floyd's Another Brick in the Wall Part 2, which is done by the class of 99, which is Lane Staley on vocals. Yes. It's Tom Morello on guitar. Yes. And I forget who the other two... The other two are um, Martin Lenoble. Okay. And Stephen Perkins. Stephen Perkins um, was the drummer for... Is it for Rage or is it... For, no, um, it was for Jane's Addiction. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Martin. It seems to be the thing a little. You get like three guys who are in prominent bands, and then like yeah. someone, somebody else. So, but looking at this, uh, well, it also had Matt um, Serletic. I have no idea. That so is. I'm guessing probably a keyboard player, yeah, and a probably. bass player. It's a decent, probably sessions guys. It could be. It, it's a decent cover. Like yeah. I, I've heard some Pink Floyd covers that are not very good, and then some of them are good. And this was like, all right, this is pretty. As much as I'm really sick of that song, like I could go my entire life without ever hearing that song again. Yeah, okay. This is a decent version of it. Okay, the next track on here is The Offspring with The Kids Aren't All Right. Which yeah. I love this song. It's probably my favorite song by them, honestly. Uh, it was also on Americana, which came out later that year yeah. or actually it come comes out the next year is what it was yeah. that's what had this song it had uh get a job or why don't you get a job and uh uh what's the one um uh pretty fly for a white guy was yeah. on i know i, I hate know that song honestly there, there's another band out there that mm-hmm. people sometimes mistake for the offspring who i like better and it's rise against fair enough the next one is another cover. It's Creed doing I'm 18 by Alice Cooper. Yeah, this uh, is not a good cover. No, it's not. Uh, the next one is a song called Helpless. It's Degeneration. This is actually an excellent song. Yeah. Very, very punk. Uh, the next one, another color, another cover. It's Soul Asylum doing Schools Out by Alice Cooper. Yep. And it's actually a pretty, pretty good. Actually, when the Soul Asylum does a cover usually, song, Usually it's pretty good. Sometimes I'm not a big fan. When they, of theirs, uh, their uh, sexual healing cover. So, uh, 
Okay, I can get that. But yeah. their cover of Hey Bulldog is really good. Yeah, well, well, their Summer of Drugs, and I mean, they've yeah. done quite a few of them. Okay, so the next one is Garbage with Medication, which was actually on 2.0. It's it's a, a decent song. Yeah. Stabbing Westward is on this, the song called Haunting. Flick is on here with Maybe Someday. Cheryl Crow's got a song on here with uh, Resuscitation, which is not a bad song. Yeah. Uh, Nev with It's Over Now. Okay, Sean Mullins. You know, yeah. does a cover of Bowie's Changes, which is actually really good. Yeah, like people, people with Sean Mullins. I really, I really, I really like Sean like Mullins. Yeah, most people know, you know, because of Rockabye or Lullaby is the name of the song. Yeah, and they're like, oh, he's that dude that talks. It's like, no, 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 Sean Mullins is actually a really good singer. It's just that the song that he got famous off of was the one where he did all the talking. Well, it the, was more know. of a telling a story song, right? Right. Which he does. He has a lot of songs like that, but they're yeah. not all that way and the guy actually has like a range on him if, yeah. if you actually try to sing oh yeah that oh yeah song, no, 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 no. or, or half talk half sing that song dude you're not gonna you get hit into, some no, of those high notes. that he goes that 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 in in that in the chorus of, of yeah, that, lullaby that, it, i know it, it gets on gonna, up there and uh, that he's was got, terrible he's got sorry some, folks he's got some other songs that are the same way okay the last or the last song song on here is a, it's an oasis song it's called stay young which is really good and then the very last track is another brick in the wall instrumental and it, it literally it's just an instrumental yeah. of you know there's no singing on it this soundtrack creed aside is solid yeah it's <laughs> solid any, from beginning to end any soundtrack from basically anything in the 90s is gonna have yes, a creed and, track on yeah it. well i know even even screams have come to that uh, <laughs> told you. I mean, it's just, but hey, look at it this way: mm-hmm. it could have been the early two thousands, and every soundtrack could have had Limp a biscuit, Nickelback or Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Nickelback. Yeah, there's that too. You know, like Spider Man. Yeah. Well, it's just Chad Kroger and and what's the dude from um, Saliva? Josie. Um, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. So. You know, he's not in Saliva anymore. Yeah. And it totally changed the sound of that band, and I'm not interested I've anymore. I've never been a big fan of Saliva. I so like some of their uh, music. You know the lead singer for Hinder lives here in Nashville? Really? Yeah. I know from somebody I know who knows him. Okay. And I'll tell you the story off air yeah. of, of where how I I'll know I'll be honest with that. you. I haven't really listened to a whole lot of Hinder. But, yeah, it's uh, a... <laughs> got to do an episode about early 2000s, like, those band, all those bands, you know, like Hinder and um, um, Finger Eleven, and oh, Finger uh, 11. yeah, and um, I got some bad memories with um, music. Who else? Um, uh, what was the one? I hate everything about you. Ugly Kid Joe. Why do I love you? No, not that. It, but it's there's always early two thousand stuff. You know, yeah. Like I guess you would have like a. Um, I'm, I'm, oh, what's the name of that band? You look at me like, like I'm a mind reader. What's his, uh, Benjamin's? Um, Breaking Benjamin. Breaking Benjamin. What's or, wrong with Breaking uh, Benjamin? Or uh, the one that did Backcountry. Um, Avenge Sevenfold. Avenge Sevenfold. They, or, I cannot stand uh, them because they are so they're. They are straight up thieves, and everything they do the, is so what derivative. The, what was the song? The uh, oh my goodness, yeah, I'll have to put it together and like go back and look at all this really bad rock from the early two thousands. Oh, 
Evanescence and um, mm. uh, what was the one the, the broken uh, Seether and uh, actually Seether's got some decent stuff. Yeah, you're never gonna convince me of that. You just so. you, you just gotta <laughs> you gotta get into the album some. Yeah, you're never gonna just convince me of that. <laughs> leave Chevelle off that list. No, I like don't, Chevelle. Don't you I touch like, Chevelle? I like Chevelle. That's uh, you that, put Chevelle on that list. And Chevelle's you and I will a, have Chevelle's a fist something fight. different. They. Uh, they they trans but they kind of they transcended a lot of that. They've been around for a while though. Yeah, it's like Clutch. Clutch is one of those. I really like Clutch, and but they're one of those bands that have been around for a long yeah. time. And and but it was like oh they would get a little bit of you know like a little bit of fame, not much. And they wind up on the soundtrack or something like that, you know. Yeah. But it's one of those things that like the people who like Clutch love Clutch. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and yeah, as I know, we're off on a tangent again because this is what we do around here. Uh, any more thoughts on the faculty? It, it's just kind of a fun popcorn. It really is. Romp. Um, it's a rated R. So yes, that's you, what we're talking about. I love the fact that this is rated R. Yeah. Because language, there's nudity, there's, you know, there's a lot of violence. There's you know? actually some blood. Yeah, and so it's one of those things that, like, that's one thing we could get into with the, the early 2000s. It's, it's never going to be Friday the 13th right. or Nightmare on Elm Street right. slasher. But it's one of those things where, like, the 2000s gave the hor- us all these stupid PG-13 horror movies because like, yeah. oh, we, we want to go after the teen audience. Well, I guarantee you that all of us teens through the 90s that even before we were old enough to get into the R-rated movies, we were going to see them anyway. Uh, so, I was in the fifth grade when I saw Friday the 13th yeah, I know. part three. So, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I hate that Hollywood has become so neutered that they they're like no we got to get with we got to go for a PG thirteen on this screw your PG thirteen I want to see a good R rated horror movie horror movies that were really worried about whether they were going to end up R in C seventeen yeah 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 well you know you did have that again in the two thousands you had that that torture porn you know with like no, Hostel not... and all that BS which. I don't like any of those. I, I've never seen them. I don't care to. You know, it's a none of those were any good anyway. I mean, it there was Saul. <sighs> okay, Jigsaw's a little creepy. Oh no, a little disfigured. Figure I've seen on a the tricycle. I've seen the first I've seen Saul the first movie. One, yeah. That's it. And I it took me two settings to finally like watch it all the way through, and I was like. Yeah, that's not even yeah. good. It's a that's not good. And then I can't really just, disagree with yeah. any of that. So uh, it's just uh, it is what it is, man. But like I said, I guess this isn't really a horror movie. It's a sci-fi movie more than a horror movie. But it is a teen sci-fi movie yeah. that is rated R. Yes. And it's like, no, I'm 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 down with this. We need to make more of this type of stuff. You know, I mean, that's a uh, those days are gone. That's why afraid. you know, well, you know, the new Halloween movie coming out this year, Halloween Kills or whatever it is, you know. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, that was, I would really, I'm really hoping that it's good. That movie was, you know, the last Halloween movie was rated R. Hellfest yeah. was rated R. Yeah. Which I'm like, dude, I, we talked about that in a previous episode, you know, during our, our, um, I guess it was last year. It was 2019 when we, that we covered it. And, uh, was yeah. it? it was 2019 when we yeah. covered it. Yeah. And it's one of those things like, no, that's a solid movie that, that they set up for a franchise and we haven't had anything else come out since then, yeah. you know? Uh, but it's just like, I don't know why these movie studios are so scared of that R rating because it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. You've got all these helicopter parent yeah, groups well. that'll go after them now. <laughs> and you know, everybody's afraid to be the monster again. I know you guys have seen it. 
Um, I'm, I'm sorry. It's I'm, y'all need to grow a spine and a thicker skin. I well, said it. It's yeah, I agree with that. That's a. Let me see if I can find it here. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a favorite. If you go to if you go to our Instagram page, oh no, you can I haven't see been this. there in a little no, bit. No, this is Let's an older see. one, but it's it's it was it was a tweet. Somebody says us Gen X parents, sure kids, y'all can watch insert popular movie we watched as kids. Ten minutes later, turn it off, turn it off. I forgot about that scene. Mm. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's 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 true. All right, I have one more for you before we get out of here. This is this is our meme for the day, and this is getting this one's getting ready. By the time this this goes through, actually, I'm going to do it right now. Oh no, I'm going to do, do it I, right now. Do I get to pre approve nope. this? Nope. Is this something I'm going to have to ex- explain to some of my friends again? I don't care. <laughs> As you can tell, <laughs> I, I actually don't have control of the the Instagram. That's all, Alan. Ah. Uh, because somehow I've gotten logged out and I haven't got logged back in yet. All right, I'm gonna have to fix it before I put it on there. It's gonna go live before this goes live. This is what it says: We didn't have play dates when I was a kid. Our parents kicked us out until the streetlights came on, and the weakest among us ended up on unsolved mysteries like Mother Nature intended. <laughs> <laughs> or in a milk carton. Or on a milk carton. Yeah. Okay, I can't, I can't disagree with that. That is Gen X in a nutshell right there. Yeah. Okay, i got to mention this. Okay. Have you noticed that um, you know the Xenials tried to come after Gen X a little bit? They tried, yeah. Um, evidently, we were too much for them because mm-hmm. they have now turned on the Millennials. I know. <laughs> and, and, what, and what's great, what's funny about that is that the Millennials have had the audacity to act like, what did we do? <laughs> <laughs> Although it, the, the, the fallout of it is is that we've now been lumped in with the boomers. Whatever. I don't know, care. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, I saw some really interesting – let me see if I can pull that up again. Because, you know, of, this is the part of the episode where we just kind of riff on stuff. Um because I've been spending so much time on Instagram and following so many, you know, people that that are also like you know Gen X, like-minded Gen Xers. Um, who was it? It's one of the. Yeah, we're kind of circling the wagons, aren't we? <laughs> we kind of have to. I mean, let's be honest about it. We don't have anybody but us. No. Um, <laughs> we can't depend on the boomers, and we can't blend in on the millennials, and. Gen Z's doing whatever it is they're doing. So uh, they're a lot more like us. But, but don't want to admit it. But not enough is the is the thing. You do so, use Zoomer. Um let me find it here real quick. Because no, it's one of the one of the uh the the accounts that that we follow on uh um here it is. Um put this interesting video out yesterday. It's 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 um Hold on, the the account is Gen X Woman. Okay, so okay. it's it's more it's a female, you know, and you know has quotes from different Gen Xers, you know, female stuff. But there was this nice, interesting little video mm-hmm. that 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 uh, that they put on Instagram. It says um, it says why do marketers ignore Generation X? I'll wait for it. The next sentence is we have more spending power than any other generation at two point four trillion dollars. Fifty eight point two million Gen Xers use the internet every day. 75% of Gen Xers are on social media. Mm-hmm. Generation X boasts the highest brand loyalty. Mm-hmm. So 
So that's the whole why are people not marketing to us? And I'll tell you why. I can answer the question. It's because we rejected it for so long. Yeah. You know, and it's and let's well, let's be honest. In the late nineties, in the late nineties, as the millennials were coming of age, were like the first of the millennials were starting to come of yeah. come of age in the late nineties. It was one of those things that all of the marketer, you know, the the PR people, all the marketing people, you know, of what is it, um, Fifth Avenue, basically, yeah, looked and said, we've been trying to market to these to this generation, to the Gen X generation for. 15 years now, basically ish. And they're not buying it. What's going on. And then all of a sudden they looked at the millennials who were coming of age. They're like, they've got disposable income. They're a lot more susceptible to our brainwashing. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. And so they just said, okay, we'll just go to them. Well, and we'll grab them young and have them forever. And well, I mean, our generation looked at fifth Avenue and said, okay, boomer. Yeah. We didn't buy their garbage. Mm -hmm. Uh, we didn't like the cheap crap they were putting out. Mm-hmm. We tend to buy local and or make it ourselves or make it ourselves yeah. or buy it from somebody who is local making it themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, we prefer we support our friends. We businesses quality yep. over quantity. Yep. Uh, we're more likely to buy small batch. Mm-hmm. And again, from the time we were little, Getting up on Saturday mornings while our parents were sleeping in from working all week. Yep. We were getting inundated with toy commercials and cereal commercials and yep. whatever it was. Now, not to say we did We did a little, but it was one of those we things. We did buy into some of Once we it. started coming of age, though, we were like, hey, screw that mess. That's, uh, no. Yeah. You know, that's, no. That's, we want to do something. We want to do something that's meaningful to us. We want to be involved in something that's meaningful yeah. to us. I mean, we we grew up on tang and craft macaroni and cheese and bologna. Kraft macaroni and cheese, man. Christina P. I don't know if you're familiar with her or not. I don't know. <laughs> if I can find it, I'll, I'll drop the clip in here. Yeah, she's got this great bit about being a, a Gen Xer and like being a, a latchkey kid. Yeah, and um, oh, pizza rolls. Yeah, but in her, but talking about like macaroni and cheese, like you know, making yeah. your own mac and cheese, and talking about telling her husband, you know, like. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things that, like, when she like when she started, first started dating her husband, you know, she's like, hey, you know, I, uh, you know, this is how you do it, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, and, of course, there's never enough cheese to, to actually make it good. And, like, he's like, why don't you just open another one and take the other, like, take another packet out of there. And she's like, what kind of privileged household did you grow up in? <laughs> it's like, no, you don't do that. That's <laughs> You're running. You're you're running a box of macaroni exactly. and cheese. Exactly. And all of a sudden, you're going to have a box of macaroni and no cheese at some point. So. I mean, why would you do that when there's probably sliced American in the refrigerator? Yeah, yeah just put it on top. And I know you it's put like, it on top. Uh, you throw it on top. Let yeah. it melt down and add some milk. To if it. there's some Velveeta, dude, throw that in there. I'm telling you, there was you. never Velveeta at our no, house. There was at my house. My no. dad loved the stuff. So that was one of the things that we would splurge on was Velveeta cheese. Now so, my grandparents um, would get government, the government cheese. cheese. And they would like cut it. Not in as half. bad as people say. Government cheese is pretty good. It was actually my grandmother used to get it also, yeah. and it was one of those things. I remember the first time I tried it, I was like, "This is actually pretty good." Yeah, and so, do you remember bullseye barbecue sauce? Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, you know, we would just cut slices of it and dip it in the barbecue sauce and nice. eat it that way. Oh, nice. So good. <laughs> we went on down uh, the Gen X. Uh, yeah, uh, nostalgia, and we're going into the member 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 berries now. You know, so yeah. it's like, <laughs> yeah. Did your parents do a garden? 
We had a garden a couple times. Yeah, I have. I have done canning before. I've. I have sat with the, the green beans. Oh, and yeah. broken them. And you. You have. Yep. You did not grow up Gen X unless you have sat in a living room with a. No air conditioner, windows wide open with yep. fans blowing, snapping green beans yep. while watching Young and the Restless. <laughs> it, we were a, a, a um, uh, Days of Our Lives household, oh. so it was... <laughs> gotcha. But, you know, it was Young and the Restless, Guiding right. Light, and Gu- then yeah. uh, Gilligan's Island came on. Yeah, that's true. Get another world, you know. It was a, Another world. As the world turns. Oh, as Yeah. I guess another world came later. I guess I think that. I think that came. was actually earlier. No, another world. It was on NBC. I remember that because it came on either. I think it was before. I think it came on before. Yeah. Days of Our Lives. I don't know. That was my grandmother who used to pick me up from school, like when I was in kindergarten, first grade, and that's what she always watched her her stories. Yeah. And it was Days of Our Lives. So See, I got a double batch of the snapping yeah. green beans because grandmother had a garden mm-hmm. and we had a garden. Oh, yeah. And we'd have to go over there and snap all those green beans and help pick and pack, oh, you yeah. know, and, and can uh, and then come my, back to our house and then she would help us do yeah. ours. Get that 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 uh, canner with the pressure, yeah. you know, and seal it, you know, pressure sealer and everything. Yeah, I've, I've done it. Yeah. Pressure cookers, man. But that that was the other thing I was going to bring those up. Those things will last forever. <laughs> did, you, did you do beets? Canned beets? No, I'm, we weren't we weren't a beet family. So. Oh, see, so canned beets. Mm-hmm. But government cheese with that bullseye barbecue sauce and canned beets. Well, we're you know I've been talking about moving for a while now. Yeah, I'm a little since. You can hear the train in the background. I have always heard a train my entire life. Yeah. You know, at various times of the day, you yeah. know, there's one that comes through at like two in the morning. I hear the train whistle all the time, you know. I'm really kind of one of, like when I move, because I'm talking about getting out of the city and going to some place, you know, kind of starting to have a little farm, you know, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Coming up to my neck of the Or somewhere woods. around it. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. But it's one of those things that I've, I've thought many times over the course of contemplating this move am i am i gonna hear a train wherever i move to and if not am i gonna be able to live with not hearing a train (laughs) it'll be one of those things that like i'll miss it i'm sure at some point i'll I'll tell you this you will it'll take about six months to get used to not hearing it yeah and it'll eventually fade out to where it doesn't bother you anymore okay to where if you end up Staying at a hotel or something. When you hear or, one. It's like, you what hear one, yeah, yeah, you're going to be, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My parents actually, when, before I was born, when they were first married, lived over close to, like, literally the train tracks was, like, right behind their house. Yeah. And they said that after about two months of living there, they never heard the train anymore. It was just yeah. kind of one of those, like, you know, other people, he said, said people will come over to visit, and they're like, how do you live with that? And they're like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> now, I'll tell you this. If you do move out, you don't want to. Uh, a track running anywhere no, close to your land. Oh no, yeah, I know. I because know. the 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 people that you'll have come through your property will will get on your nerves. Like that the CSX people. No, I'm talking about the people that ride the rails. The hobos is what you're no, saying. No, it's not hobos anymore. Yeah, there's there's another the meth heads. there's another class out there. I forget mm. what they call themselves now, but it, it they're kind of the fourth or fifth generation version of the. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the things. You know, we were sitting here watching that movie. And it was like, yeah, once I get out of the city and get my, 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 my farm that I want, my big track of land and everything, it's like, it's just a matter of time before I start 
start making meth. <laughs> no, no. You want to do that? Build you, a still, and it's like <laughs> you want to do that. You go somewhere south. Don't you come to my county? We're, we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna go sick. in with uh we're gonna go out here with with also I, I don't know if you saw what I, I posted on my Facebook today the meme oh. there that will probably go on our uh, Instagram oh, before it's over. No. What now? Talking about political beliefs. Oh yeah, I did see yeah, that. Yeah, it says uh No, that yeah. No it care. says, you know, describe your political leanings. I want gay married couples to be able to protect their marijuana plants with guns. <laughs> and that, my friend, is Gen X in a nutshell. <laughs> Not all views expressed on this podcast are those of both hosts. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for joining us here for this episode of the Project Gen X podcast where we discussed the faculty. I have something we have a mysterious episode coming next. Dave doesn't even know yet. Oh no! And I say mysterious because it is mis- it is a very mysterious videotape. You doing this to me again? Yes, I am. Because I'm not even sure what's on it. So, oh boy, yeah, it's gonna be one of those episodes. It's either gonna be extremely, extremely fun. Or it's going to be extremely, extremely uncomfortable for Dave. So, <laughs> it could go either way, but you know, I, I guarantee you, I'm going to enjoy it. So, <laughs> well, coming up next, you'll find out whether or not Alan is still living or yeah. if I have had to hide a body. Somewhere. So, guys, go check out all of our, you know, our Instagram. We are project. Uh, Project Gen X Pod. Um, we're also on Facebook. We're on Facebook under you know Facebook.com slash Project Gen X Pod. There's links in the um, in the um, the yeah you know <laughs> I can't talk right now. I have not had enough coffee. Although it's starting to kick in because I am running a thousand miles an hour right now. Uh, so <laughs> no meth involved. No speed. No nothing. Just coffee. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. Go, yeah, like I said, if you go and you look in the, in the, starting uh, to feel the like show I'm notes, going to need a safe word for the next <laughs> podcast. If you go and look in the show notes, you will uh, see all of our, you know, our social media as well as our email address. You can, you know, email and tell us how we're wrong about something, or tell us tell us something you're interested in hearing. You know, I mean, we have done, we have, you know, uh, I know Brian gave us a topic, you know month ago or whatever, and we recorded an episode there. Uh, and uh, Come on, yeah. guys, talk to us. And go we check out. We some want of this our to other, be a you know? conversation, not, exactly. not a one-way us just talking to each Absolutely. other. Absolutely. Uh, go uh, like, subscribe, rate us, and you know, and give us a uh, review on iTunes or that's, whatever that's, it is that you use. That's rate R A T E. Rate R A T E. Give us a rating. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Careful how you slur in those words. Bubba. You know. Weird. I'm not going to say I'm uncancelable, but <laughs> let's put it this way. Oh, we're going to need our own server. Again, I should be ashamed of myself. Let's be clear. I'm not, <laughs> but I should be. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Helen Smith. <laughs> I'm Big Dave. Papaya. Papaya. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Papaya. Papaya. <laughs>